After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Hi, this is Chico Resch. You are listening to the Let's Go Devils podcast on the Primetime Radio Network. Happy Devils Thursday. This is Game Day Live. Coming to you live, live from the Primetime Radio Studios here in beautiful New Jersey and Chicago, Illinois and Newark, New Jersey, where you can see the wonderful fans at American Whiskey before the Devils take on the BJs, the Columbus Blue Jackets tonight, 7 p.m. Eastern start. I'm your host, Sam Wu, here with Vinny Parisi of PucksandPitchforks.com, streaming live on Facebook Live, YouTube Live, Twitter Live, and Twitch on the Let's Go Devils Network. And hello, Peyton. Hello, everybody at American Whiskey. Hello to everybody on the YouTube Live. Anthony LaPena is back in the YouTube Live. Facebook Live, hello. Twitter Live, hello. Vinny, this could be a beatdown tonight. I'm feeling it, I'm feeling it, I'm feeling it. Yeah, the Columbus Blue Jackets, they're not good. And they're like one of the worst teams I've ever seen. They're not quite as bad as like the 48-point Avalanche team from a couple years ago. They ended up with, you know, Kale McCarr and whatnot. But like, I don't know. I just, I think they're a really bad team, but they've played well in certain situations this season. And the Devils, if they treat it like they're playing the Rangers or like they're playing the Bruins... I think they have a chance to smoke them. And I know I've heard trap game, trap game. Listen, the Devils went down 2-1 to to the Blackhawks on the road, but that team is so bad that the Devils were able to, like, figure it out and then, you know, finally start piling it on. If they stick with their game against the Columbus Blue Jackets here tonight, I think there could be a very similar result. Yeah, and you know what? Um, This is a game that we kind of alluded to, pointed to, last offseason when Johnny Goudreau ghosted the New Jersey Devils and Tom Fitzgerald had to react, go to his plan B. And at the time of that ghosting, it was kind of, uh, what is Columbus doing? What is Columbus doing? Did the Devils take two steps back? That the biggest, at the time, the biggest free agent prize took a detour after starting the negotiations with Tom Fitzgerald to Columbus. Now, we were not happy back then, 
and it just turned out that it may have been the best move that Tom Fitzgerald didn't make beyond his control because I'm very happy with Palat and the trade for John Marino that came right after that. Yeah, I am too. And Andre Palat will be big in the playoffs now. Johnny Goudreau has 75 points on that atrocious Columbus Blue Jackets team. He'd probably be in the high 80s, low 90s, maybe even leading the team in scoring if he were on this awesome Devils team and had power play time with Heischer and Hughes the way you know that we thought he would when he it sounded like he was going to sign with the Devils. I do think though, and I don't know, I don't know if you agree with this or not, but I think Timo Meyer is a better fit for the Devils too, and I'll tell you why. I think Goudreau's probably a better player, but. They have like that shifty, offensive-minded, you know, run the half while on the power play guy in Jack Hughes. And I have no doubt in my mind that that's their guy doing that for a long time. And Jesper Bratt probably is like a mix of Goudreau and, and Meyer, I would say. He's like a mix of the two players in one. Um, but I don't know. I just think Meyer's goal-scoring ability and being like a high-end a high power forward is something that the Devils needed more than a smaller – shifty playmaking winger like Goudreau. I like having those types of guys be the centermen. And with Nico Heischer and Jack Hughes down the middle, you added Meyer. Tatar's had a really nice year. I love Jesper Bratt. And then you have Dawson Mercer to choose from, Andre Palat, all sorts of different players to throw in the top six on one of those wings. I think it's a much better fit than having Johnny Goudreau. Now, when they missed on Johnny Goudreau, I didn't know they were going to trade for Timo Meyer. I didn't even know how good or bad the Sharks were going to be this season. Didn't know if that would ever be on the table, but I think Meyer's shot and his ability to be like that pure goal scorer that the Devils are missing. Meyer doesn't collect a lot of assists. He's not known for like making everyone around him better the way Goudreau is, but the Devils have plenty of playmakers like that. I'd rather have the guy that can finish. Yeah. <coughs> Whoa. God bless you. Excuse me. <laughs> wow. Wow, wow, wow. You know what you need? You need a cough button. That's going to be in next year's budget for the Let's Go Devils podcast. A cough button. See, look, I can do this. <laughs> I didn't necessarily. I can't stop coughing either. That's the funny thing. It was like here, a one. Here, like here, here. I'll, I'll, I'll manually control your cough button. You can cough right now. As I talk and, um, and uh, stall so you can cough. Now you're not even coughing, Vinny. All right, then I'll, I'll, I'll unmute the, the cough button. Anyway, so, yeah, you know what? Look, I, I sometimes things happen for a reason. Remember when Scott Stevens first came to the New Jersey Devils? He came because of uh, a little tampering of, uh, oh, actually, was it tampering? Or was it just Brendan uh, Shanahan's signing? Away? It was and the Brendan Shanahan yeah, thing, yeah. It was, yeah. The, it was the other way around the tampering, but... And Scott Stevens didn't want to be here. He was one and done. He wanted his kids to be, you know, in a stable environment, you know, one place, uh, raise a family. And, um, you know, it turned out that Scott Stevens eventually produced Zach Parisi because St. Louis did tamper. And that wound up being Zach Parisi, which also wound up Vinny Parisi liking the New Jersey Devils. And now he's the uh, co-host of Game Day Live. Um, anyway, that's not a stretch, but sometimes things happen for a reason. And 
I think right now with the New Jersey Devils, you got to be happy where they're at compared to where Columbus is. And, you know, if New Jersey, if, if the Devils continued building on what they did to the Penguins on Tuesday, you know, and taking this game, and of course we're going to be all scoreboard watching the Carolina Hurricanes, that that showdown on Saturday, and I'm beating a dead horse when I say this, because I know Max is going to be there. Max of the YouTube Live, he's going to be there. He spent, what, $240 per ticket to be there at Nosebleeds of Boston Garden. I'm uh, sorry, what is it, TD Bank? Is that what it is? I, TD I Garden, yep, yeah, right, TD right. Garden. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm still back in the, you know, the sea bass days of Cam Neely. Huh. Um, and I think the Devils can really pull within one tonight. And then that Saturday, I think Carolina has the matinee game. And then if, if something happens there, all eyes are in Boston. I mean, that's a great test for this young team. The, the division on the line, and hopefully they, they're in position – division on the line and you're playing the one of the best teams historically in the regular season yeah there's no doubt that's going to end up being a huge game it's on espn for a reason it's part of their triple header it's the primetime game of their triple header so i think it has a chance to be huge um it'll be interesting to me to see how boston handles the end of their season because of the fact that they they do have the greatest season ever in their grasp I don't know if they need to win three of their last four or four of their last four, but I think their game against the Toronto Maple Leafs tonight is going to determine a lot for how they dress their players against the Devils. Um, but I I do think the Devils at full strength can give the Bruins an effort, and they did the last two times they played, but the Bruins made that extra play, and Pasternak scored that extra goal. So, And, you know, you can't let guys like McAvoy or, you know, whoever they have on the back end that day – walk around you kind of like they did a couple times against the Devils. But a lot has changed for both teams since then. And I don't know. I'm very much looking forward to that game. But I I can't stress enough how worrying about that game right now, if you're the players on this Devils team, it can help you lose a game to the lowly Columbus Blue Jackets. And that just can't happen if you're the Devils trying to win the Metropolitan Division here with four games left. Um, if they don't beat the Blue Jackets tonight, I'll have no hope for the division, and it'll kind of kind of put a damper on my thoughts on them going into the playoffs, if we're being honest with you, because this Blue Jackets team is bad. They're really, really bad. Yeah. So they they have to go in and win this game, I think. They can't sleepwalk. There's no time to sleepwalk. Uh, is Nathan Bastion in the lineup? He's the good luck charm believe, right now. <laughs> I believe he is. Now, the problem is Siegenthaler is not playing. I don't know if it's because of injury, performance, or – simply um, rest. There there could be all sorts of reasons why Siegenthaler isn't playing, but Smith is in and he's not. Uh, uh, wrecking Ball stays on the top line with Doug. Graves and Marino stays together, and then Smith and Severson are the third pair. Vanacek in net. Um, it does not look like Nathan Bastion is in the lineup. I don't know if it's because they're playing against the Columbus Blue Jackets and they could put Utica out there and have a chance to win. Not literally, but I mean – I don't know. I, I don't. I don't really know. Eric Hall is in though, and I guess that was in question. Yeah. But Sharon Govich in, Bastion out. It, it's crazy because Sharon Govich was really, really good 
in their loss to Winnipeg. Like he was one of the few players that like actually had a decent game. And then they scratch him of all people against the Penguins. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, Miles Wood makes the most money out of all the like fringe guys. So it's hard to bench him. I understand the logic behind that. I understand why that's a thing. But like, honestly, both Bastion and Sharon Govich deserve to play over Miles Wood right now. And I'm not a Miles Wood hater by any means. If anything, I've been more of a Miles Wood apologist through the years. But I'm all for playing the best 12. And right now, both Bastion and Sharon Govich appear to be part of the best 12. Yeah, well, you, you, you know something, Vinny? In the regular season, even this late, I can understand. But when it comes to the playoffs, Lindy Ruff has got to play the best player. Uh, you know, that's at that moment, he has to, uh, and also match up well, you know, against the opposing team. So, you know, I, I think right now, I think Lindy's pushing all the right buttons. Uh, you know, I'm very biased because I've been pro Lindy from day one, but you know, I think he's, I, I, I think he's going to take this team pretty far into the playoffs. And I, I think right now you got to take care of business. Get that momentum. Let it snowball, you know. And this is game seventy-eight, Vinny. This is game seventy-eight. Uh, also, tickets were on sale for the pre. There was a pre-sale, I think, on Ticketmaster.com. Was am I right on that? Because I was looking at ticket prices before for the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're on sale for sure. Two hundred twenty-five. <clears throat> Per ticket, it's a lot. That the cheap, yeah. That's a lot for first round. I remember for I remember the first round back in uh, 2006. It was just fifteen dollars. <laughs> I mean, that is a lot because the Devils are considered a small market team, even though in the NHL when there's a salary cap and every team's the same kind of market. If you think about it, um, oh, it's game seventy nine. Like, 79 80 81 yeah i guess it would be game 79 they got 78 in the book um like Whoops. i went to a blackhawks i went to a blackhawks first round game a couple years ago when they were playing nashville and they had three cups under their belt you know they were in their prime it wasn't even 200 something bucks so i'm honestly a little surprised to hear that they're that expensive well thanks max for uh for the for, for the correction unfortunately i can't change the graphics you know and all that kind of stuff or the the copy that goes out on the social media pages, but uh, I believe it's I believe it's Nico Heischer's seventy eighth game, and I actually wanted to touch on this really quick with you before we move into predictions or whatever it is, uh, Luke Hughes, whatever. Um, Heischer has seventy five points, and I really want him to get to eighty, Sam. I really think he has a chance to win the Selkie Trophy. Mm-hmm. And if he gets, if he reaches that 80, like 80 looks better than 79 for whatever reason, the human brain works that way. That's why marketers make something 99, 95, instead of making it a hundred dollars, it just looks better to have it be 80 instead of 79, even though it really makes no difference on how good or bad he sure's played this season. And he's got 75 with four games left. They're playing this lowly, lowly blue jackets team tonight. If he could have a big game in this one, I'm talking like two or three points, then he could just get one point, you know, the rest of the way or one point here, two points there. I really think he has a chance to hit this 80-point plateau, and I would love to see a big game against the Blue Jackets, and I really help him get there. Yeah, I mean, it does have a psychological 
impact. Wasn't Marley Mario Lemieux that had what 199 points in one season? Yeah, Mario Lemieux. Uh Johnny Goudreau had a 99 point season, his like breakout year. And then the Nate Dog, Nathan McKinnon, he had a 99 point year too. The year Taylor Hall won the MVP. I know Nate came a point short of 100, and that might have won Taylor Hall the MVP. Like if yeah. Nate got to 100, there's a chance because I remember that Hart Trophy race was so close. It was so close between Nathan McKinnon and Taylor Hall. Like the votes were almost split even, and Hall barely edged him out. If the Nate dog hits 100 that year, I don't know. I I honestly believe that. I yeah. honestly believe that. Yeah. Um. And again, but then again, I'm not a numbers guy either. Like I've learned over the years, it used to bother me. The OCD used to bother me. Like if you got like 98 points or 99 or, you know, I'm trying to think of a, another stat that really bothers me or. Uh, I know, I know what you mean, but I do think like people, people look at a million per 10 points, right? And so he sure, he sure lived up to his contract this season, according to that, like mantra, a million per 10 points. But if he gets to 80 now, and and like, you know, how good he is as a two-way player, he's one of the best bargains in the NHL. Yeah. And you know, when I think of like a a 60 point guy is like just a really good player, like an above average player, the Dawson Mercers, the Tomas Tatars, like just the above average guys. Then when you start hitting 70, you're like, okay, this is an above average borderline all-star player. Heaton, Nico, Heischer, Jesper Bratt, Timo Meyer, all these guys throughout their career. When you start hitting 80, that's when you start thinking, make it to the all-star game as a lock. Um, you know, get paid lots of money, be the face of your franchise. We start talking 90 to 100, you're an absolute superstar, face of your team, great player. Nico's not going to hit 90 this year. But I think hitting 80 will be a big step towards him hitting 90 or 100 one day in his career because I do believe he will hit 100 at least once. Ryan Nugent Hopkins hit 100, and he's like in year 10 of his career. So I honestly think that's in the cards for Nico as his offense continues to grow. Hitting 80 points will really put him on the map, though. I I think I'd rather him hit hit 80 than Jack hit 100 because I know Jack's going to hit 100 a thousand times in his career. So I don't know. Go, Nico. Yeah. yeah. Or Marty Berdour back in the day. I hated it when it was like some of his stats, like he was like, say, percentage 0.919. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's annoying. Absolutely. Or or uh, his goals against is, uh, you know, 2.01. <laughs> Absolutely. And I do think, Sam, that's when you start getting into the Vesna trophy range, when your save percentage is above 920. I think the 920 starters, those are the guys that are usually in the Vesna trophy conversation. If you look at the NHL leading goaltenders right now, Linus Allmark, Igor Shesterkin, all, all those guys right now, Sorokin, these are the guys, 920. And if you're at 919, I can understand that being like extremely frustrating. Yeah. And then there was that one a year that Brodeur, what, started 78 games? 77, 78 games? Yeah, yeah. It was ridiculous. It's like, can you give him an extra two? And then, or I think, it, like, last game of the season, he sat one. I think that that was, like, when, I think that was that controversial game where if the Islanders won, they, they and bounced the Rangers out of the playoffs or something like that. 
I think the Leafs had something to do with it. Or maybe that was, yeah. It was like I want to say the Leafs, because I, I remember like every time the Devils play the Leafs, Steve Dangle brings it up in one of his reaction videos that I watch. And like he was pissed that they didn't start. Uh, I want to say the backup for the Devils back then was uh, not Clemenson. Who was the other one? Was it Scott Clemenson? No. Who was the other backup? Kevin Weeks. Uh, no, it wasn't Kevin Weeks. It was after Kevin Weeks, I think. Mark Denis. I don't remember. No. Who was no. their backup? Who was who was their backup in 2012 20... when they made it to the cup? Hedberg. It, maybe it was Johan Hedberg. I honestly think it might have been Johan Hedberg. I I'm, could be wrong. I'm think, maybe I'm it, maybe it was Clemenson. I'm thinking of a different year. I'm think I'm thinking like 2007. I think it was 2007 because I thought it was at the Meadowlands when Rick DiPietro was starting for the Islanders and the Islanders were trying to get in the playoffs. And what what the <laughs> Devils do? They rest they rest their goaltenders. And who do they bring up? Who do they? I have oh. to know this. I have. To oh, know this it's right bothering now. me now. It's bothering me it. because if that's what Steve Dangle is uh, referring to, get over it. Like seriously, I, hmm, 2007. Oh, it's gonna bother me. Who was it? It, it was. It, it was Clemenson. It was. It was. It was, I, was it? No, maybe not. I don't know. This is gonna take a second to. I think find out. You said it was 2007? Yeah, versus uh, the Islanders. I thought that was it. Uh, let's see here. Uh, let's see. March 27th. Uh, blah, blah. I can't believe we're... Yeah, and it ended in a shootout. Yep, yep. That's that's the game. But who, who got bounced? I don't remember. Uh, let's see here. Who was in that? I'm, I'm looking. Lou Lamarello was the coach, and it ended in a three-two shootout, and the Islanders made the playoffs because I was at that game. Oh boy, who was the Devils' goaltender? This is really funny that we're we're really on this topic. Wade Dublowitz, but was he in that? Yeah, and the Leafs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's this is the game that's referring to. Mike Sillinger was on the Islanders. I'll send you the link. Oh, my goodness. That's funny. Did it keep the Leafs out? I think so. I think that's the game. Because I remember, like, I, I remember back in those days, I remember Canadian fans were just like, you know. But who was in net? See, I can't tell because this is standard, this is standard, standard definition. I can't even tell who's in net. <laughs> That's honestly hilarious. Where we've spent all this time instead of talking about Luke Hughes playing for Michigan in a little bit or making our predictions for the game. That's what we do here. Yeah. As I'm still watching it and ignoring you because I want to know who it's hard to tell who's in net, like based on the, Oh. Yeah, and there's like no articles or anything. Oh wait, I think I might have found it. Devils go Devils goalie Martin Broder rests against Islanders doing Leafs no favors. This is from the hockey news. 
the New Jersey Devils record-setting goalie sat out on Sunday against the New York Islanders in a game that was to determine the final playoff spot in the Eastern Conference. The Toronto Maple Leafs stayed alive Saturday Clemenson. night with their stirring. It was Clemenson. Yeah, <laughs> I found it. I That's found 2007. It. You got the year wrong. It's 2007. Yeah. 2007. Bro could have tied Grant Fears, Mark, for games played in a season, but was content to stay at 78 of 82. <laughs> That's funny. Yep. The yeah, Devils I remember. Yeah, division was... champions. Yep. And number two seed in the East will meet Tampa Bay in the first round. That's funny. Yeah. And I remember after that game, we were just congratulating Islander fans. Be like, yeah, we hate you, but hey, good luck. <laughs> That's funny. I'm mean, to, to just assume that Broder and the Devils would have beaten the Islanders that day. I mean, can we just assume that? I mean, I know, I know Broder and what he did, like, obviously, but. I don't know to just assume that that's the reason you lot like didn't make the playoffs. Maybe if the Leafs weren't an atrocious franchise for all those years leading up to the Austin Matthews era, that wouldn't have been an issue for them. Yeah. Uh, by the way, um, people are saying that the feed froze on YouTube live. That was actually not me. That was actually YouTube. I did nothing wrong. Oh, you YouTube yeah. had a problem. YouTube had a problem. Sometimes YouTube has what we call a burp. The server burps, and then it gets back online. So don't look at me. Although I've been having a lot of technical difficulties lately with this podcast in the last week. It's been nuts. <laughs> it happens. It happens. Yeah, it happens. All right, let's get to our predictions, Vinny, since we were babbling about 2007. Um, hmm. Let's look at it. I think... That the Devils, they're going to have to wait an extra day to get Luke Hughes because he's going to win a natty on Saturday night. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the prediction there. And then tonight against the Blue Jackets, I, I think I'll be annoyed if they don't cover the puck line. Like, they have to win by two at minimum. And yeah. so I think the Devils are going to beat the Blue Jackets 5-1. to one. Go out there and beat the Blue Jackets 5-1. to one. You could be Pittsburgh that bad. Go do it to the team just down the road in Columbus. All right. Anthony Lopena says 6-2 Devils. Devils win 7-1, says Dennis. Ramona Rice says 4-2 Devils. A Selective Voice says 5-2 Devils. Lenham says uh, 5-0 Devils. Uh, let's see what else here. Um, Max says 5-2 Devils. Um, Ramona, I'll repeat it again, 4-2 Devils. Steve Engels, 6-2 Devils. Um, six three devils says JP. Select the voice says five two devils. Nine three devils. Nine three devils. Wow! If you're right, Nico Heischer is hitting a hundred points this season. I would. Yeah. He might hit a hundred in this game if you're correct. Holy yeah. shnikes! Bajigaloop says seven nothing. Who's in goal? I'm assuming it's Mackenzie Blackwood. No, it's Vitek Vanacek. Okay, I revised my score from nine three Devils to nine nothing Devils. <laughs> That's funny. You're not even going to give hockey or Kent Johnson or any of those guys one goal on Columbus. That's nope. cold. Nope. That's cold. Nope. There's a red wave going on. It's called the New Jersey Devils. Um, <laughs> yeah. 
Wow. Well, they're clearing out an American whiskey going to the game. Um, some people are back. I'm sure. Anyway. Um, all right. So, Vinny, uh, last but not least, um, we'll be at Stagehouse Tavern April 13th. Yeah. In Mount Sinai, New Jersey uh, for Game Day Live and Devils After Dark. Fueling party. Devils take on the Washington Capitals. Also, Arlette will be entertaining with some good music. Music by Arlette. Stage House Tavern. Beautiful mountainside, New Jersey. Got to put out the graphic out soon. Um, yeah. So, well, folks, we'll be back afterwards for Devils After Dark. Also, I'm hearing you tell me that you want the morning woo a morning podcast they're making me get up 6 a.m to talk about random stuff around the league and around new jersey let me know if you like the morning woo if i should do it or not (laughs) till next time let's go to After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. (gasps) No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.